forever young. And I think you do too, listener, which is why it's a good night to be here on Fly Casual. Because tonight we are reviewing that cinematic masterpiece known as Napoleon Dynamite. So tonight, stick around and we'll find out if your mom goes to college right here on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Tina, you fat lard. <laughs> Come get some get food. God. Eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> Bodeg it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, uh, classic. Yeah. Throw the football over movie. that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I like your sleeves stick. are real big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, funny story about that line. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to get into it too early, no, but. No. Oh, Jerusha, no spoilers. Jerusha Hess, Jared Hess, the director's wife, who co-wrote Wait, the film. Her name's Jerusha. Jerusha. Uh, oh, wow. When she That's was in middle, went to her middle school dance. Her mom made her a dress, and she hadn't really developed yet. So, to compensate, her mom made her sleeves really poofy. <laughs> and the kid dancing with her like patted her sleeves and goes, <laughs> "I like your sleeves; they're real big." <laughs> That's actually nice. an autobiographical quote. That is great. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so great about talking about Napoleon Dynamite tonight here on Fly Casual because that show that movie is full That's of us. so many isms, so many little isms that I'm going to enjoy just picking apart. What a wonderful film! I'm sure we're going to have a fantastic time. A but cultural it, phenomenon, w- wouldn't you call it? Wouldn't you say? I would. I would. I just. I just did. You did. Just you that. just said it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual. I am Corey. Over there is Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. Hi. Hey, B. I am drinking my tall boy tonight. Yep. And thoroughly enjoying it. Yep. I didn't realize I had these. I was not going to drink tonight. Yep. But I left all my beer here. I wasn't going to let that happen. Memorial Day. Yep. (laughs) Mike got so drunk, he left Pretty Pink Cooler here. I did. And my wife was nice enough to put his beers in the fridge. (laughs) Which you drinking Natty Light? What do you got over there? Oh, no. Budweiser. Mm, yep, straight up. About to make fun yummy, of you. Yummy, Very yummy in like. my tummy. No, no, that's college beer, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> you Nazarene. Yeah, I'd, r- would I'd rather have Peps. You know. <laughs> hey, PBR. Funny story. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> PBR is one of those beers growing up. I mean, when when I was in high school and college, it's like how oh, PBR. Oh, that's you know that's what my grandpa drank. You know, blah mm. blah blah. But um. Yeah, a few years ago, I I picked one up just on a whim. I'm like, yeah, my grandpa used to drink that. I'm going to try it. You know, he, good beer, man. He used it's to wear New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grandpa was wearing New Balances before it was cool. That's true. PBR is actually some good beer, man. Fine American brew. And not nearly as expensive as a Budweiser. So just saying. I yeah. Just saying. I believe you. I know. You guys don't drink beer, so. All I know I is that. I drink beer. Thank you, Garrick. Yeah, Go Garrick, try some PBR. Garrick drinks like chocolate, I, chocolate beer infused with like chamomile. Dragons. No. I don't drink oh, beer. Book. You can find in a normal grocery store. <laughs> uh, you're one of those. Are you an IPA guy? Uh, I wouldn't say uh, I am. I enjoy a nice yeah. IPA every now and then. I'm more of a stout. Fellow. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Now you're talking See, my that's language. That's where I'm at. That's where Garrick and I kind of. I like a agree. little barley wine. If I can find a nice barley wine, I'm set. Next time you're in town, we're going to go find us some stout. We're going to go find us an Irish pub and drink stout all night. Uh, 
Oh, Mad yeah. Ants has uh Yeah, they do. They have a good one. Yeah, they do. They're uh yeah, just their regular stout. Hmm. Beer. They've got a great raspberry wheat as well. Oh. Yeah. I tried that. Because I said I only like sweet drinks when they were trying to figure out a beer for me. Like, well, try this. And they poured me that thing. And I'm like, and I had it and I tasted it and it was not sweet. No. So I poured my Mountain Dew into it. Oh, jeez. And then I muscled my way through it. (laughs) Beer's disgusting, people. No, it's not. I don't want to drink bread. nectar from the I do not want to drink bread. I like to eat bread. If beer tastes like bread, you're drinking the wrong beer. You're drinking Budweiser (laughs) is what you're drinking. Hey, hey. Budweiser is a fine American brew. It's It's not American American anymore. It's not. What are you talking about? Of course it is. They they've been sold to uh, uh, Cadbury, China, and Heiser, which Bush. is also, Cadbury. which <laughs> uh, which Cadbury is actually owned by an American company now. So that <laughs> Nestle owns out. everybody. Actually, I do not. Know, I believe Budweiser was sold, but I haven't. I don't remember. All right, oh. could be. All right, I'm beer. checking it up. We're gonna well, do a beer episode, whether you like to, it or not. Well, all right, we already I, we've I, already I, done I, one. I, I, <laughs> we did, kind of. No. Oh, the one where we just drank no, all that night. Was, that was there was no beer. We did one where we we traded drinks and brought that was uh, Amber Liquid Night. Um, yep, yeah. yeah. a Bel- Belgian, Bra- the Belgians, a Belgian Brazilian brewer. Oh, okay. Well, Welcome to the Brewcast. Fifty-two billion Is there different continents. Fifty-two billion dollars they paid for Budweiser. Good on them. Good yeah, on they them. Paid too much. No, they didn't. So, uh, <laughs> welcome back. Um, that that was the beer cast yeah. over there, mask control casual over there, mask control. Stephen J. Howie. I am enjoying. I don't. You are enjoying s- a brew of sorts. Yeah, I don't normally spend this much on a eleven oh, ounce no. drink. Oh dear God! Yeah, I can see why you spent. So but much you're like money. apothecary bottles. Sign me up. Yeah, it's a Starbucks cold oh, brew with oh vanilla God. sweet cream. Ooh, it sounds delicious. Oh, those are excellent. Sounds yes. delicious. Oh my uh, in a glass oh. bottle. Mm, a brown glass. $4 for this bottle. Oh, Dude. my God. That's why you don't buy anything stamped it's, with it's Starbucks. It's super caffeinated. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic, but I it's... Not really worth four dollars for now, this bottle. Uh, just send me to Speedway, but and I, I will, enjoy yeah. this more than I would enjoy just normally. You, just, you know, Alton Brown told me <coughs> on a TV show he does. I do know, like the Alton told Brown. A lot of people at the same time that you're not supposed to hot brew coffee because it ruins the flavor and adds yeah. a lot of acidity. Really, cold brew is the best way to brew coffee. It is. I do what Alton Brown tells me, and, and I agree. I'm never yeah, disappoint. Cold brew is a better flavor coffee, and it jacks you up. Well, yep, it's oh. sweeter because uh, the hot brewing process takes a lot of takes all the sweetness out. It's less acidic, so you can drink more and go crazy. You know, while we're on the subject, I learned something today because uh, I was investigating uh, McAllister's iced tea because I love getting iced tea at McAllister's, and I want to know what kind it was. And there was some de- debate that, oh, it's really just Lipton black tea, but they, you know, they doctor it, blah, blah. And what I found, a lot of copycat recipes on the internet say that while the tea, like the the concentrate, the hot syrup, essentially, we'll call it that, uh, you add an eighth of a teaspoon of baking soda, hmm. which mellows out the acidity yeah, and makes it taste smoother. Yeah. Ex- so similar well, to what you're saying well, with the right. cold yeah, press. That's called, it's called chemistry. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I know baking soda and acidity, 
but I didn't. I would never have guessed that there was baking soda in the tea. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm planning to try it this weekend because I love McAllister's iced yeah, tea. Yeah, you could drink a lot of it, and it's not. Yeah, it doesn't hurt your stomach. No, <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Iced tea being so you'll pee for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll just keep peeing forever. That's yeah. very true. Middle of the night, whenever you like. But uh, that's going to be uh, one of my. Now my I debated over thing. this, and they had a they had a cold brew pure leaf tea. Ooh, cold brew pure leaf tea. And Ooh. I debated mm. on between the two, and I'm like, I know I'm going to like this. Mm. I'm about ninety eight percent sure I'm going to like that. Ninety percent sure is a lot Nin- of sure. Ninety eight is just sure. Yeah. But uh, so I went with the known thing. Although the other one would have been like fifty cents cheaper. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I half a pack of gum for that. I stopped buying the Starbucks. I go to Speedway and I get the uh, the fresh ground cold brew coffee out of the machine there. I brew my own coffee, and then I pour a butt ton of French vanilla creamer into it. Yeah, you can always get a better flavor if you do your. Yeah. Well, they grind. And you want to take the machine your, grinds the you, beans right in front of me. That's the thing. Is, I, I grind, it, you have to take your time to figure out what you really like, and that's the problem. That's why people go buy coffee from the gas yeah. station or Starbucks or whatever. Because it's like know. a buck seventy nine or something at Speedway. Like it's it's yeah. it's an excuse to get out of the house, and it's not that expensive. Yeah. I mean, I normally when I go to Starbucks, I feel guilty. Normally, we 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 just yeah, that's brew coffee at home. Mm. Uh, but. Yeah, you can uh, buy we, a, a giant pack of Costco beans, which are roasted by Starbucks. Yeah, so it's basically the same thing for like super cheap. That's what we do. Grind them yourself. And that's what I, ain't, we do. I ain't got time for that bull crap. Cross pond off you, Magic Gary, not Jay Hardy. Well, I'm drinking Jim Beam. Oh, really? On wow. The Rock. Just straight well up, done, Jimmy. Sir. In. Well, this a, matters. Uh, boot. Jim Beam glass that I got. Oh, from I thought you were drinking it in a boot. How often do you put back Jim Beam of all of all amber liquids? How how often do I what now? Drink Jim Beam. Uh, well, I accidentally. Well, I was it's I okay. bought this online and I didn't. I don't know <laughs> metric system very well. <laughs> How'd you get the so half gallon? <laughs> I got I got the huge one. Yeah, because I I was thinking it, it said it said liters and I was thinking milliliters in my head. So I'm like, oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, I was drinking Jim for liters. quite a while. Jim was like <laughs> yeah, my huge. Jim was my. I've inex- been drinking it for a while. My inexpensive whiskey before I started drinking Irish and Canadian. Until you grew up and you realized that there's better stuff out there. I'm still did. drinking Canadian Club. Am I really more than 20 years old at this point? But uh, I never really got into Jim Beam much because it's, like, it's harsher. It's, it, it, it is, is, but it's not as harsh as Jack though. It's smoother than Jack. Not, not when you put it on rocks. It's, it mellows it out. And then yeah, you, that's true. You put. Well, gentleman, gentleman Jack, though. Gentleman yeah, Jack, still pretty hard. I can't afford but not that. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's better that's rich than man. Not as hard as Jim. No, that's true. Gentleman's a little hey, smoother. But I'd rather go the Bushmills. Bushmills are, again, if I'm feeling cheap, $17 for a half gallon of Canadian Club. That'll last me a, a minute. That's good. So, all right. There's your booze cast. We out. Bye. Well, that's funny because. I'm not drinking booze, but yet I'm included in the booze. Case. I'm drinking water. I have ice water. Delish. Oh, you finally decided to tell us what you're drinking. Yeah. Were you were you scared that we're going to make fun of you for drinking water? No, you guys I have just... a big, huge pizza hut cup. You guys. Yeah. My damn big pizza hut cups, man. That's the best part. I know. Those uh, are awesome. I know. I never. Uh, there's no regrets. 
<laughs> and my Pizza Hut cup purchases. <laughs> it's time to talk about what's on your docket. Mike Docket. Doc arrived. Doc at us. Well, Doc. last week I mentioned that uh, the kids are of age now and I can start enjoying things that are not, you know, <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because last last week we said Spy Kids. Spy Kids? But when I said Spy Kids last week, you meant I, Shark was, Boy and Lava no, Girl. I was I was struggling to think what's the one that's not Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> And I got it just in time. Just in time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're finally past that phase. And uh, I was able to, this week, enjoy a one of my favorites. And I've been doing this quite a bit with my daughter. She's she's 14 now. So, uh, we're enjoying a few more. Uh, in- Octopussy. No, no, not quite that far. <laughs> Spy, but, uh, you shagged me. <laughs> I was well, watching Bond films at that age. We've been doing, we've been doing like the like the Tommy Boys and the Billy Madisons and stuff like that now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, having fun. fun with that. But last week she wanted to try something a little bit different. I'm like, okay, try this one on for size. Hear me out. And we watched Kick Ass together. And <laughs> wow, she totally loved it. I'm sure she did. And uh, dad's letting me watch way more f bombs from a girl younger <laughs> than I am. <laughs> and uh, I was glad I did. I haven't seen that movie in a, in a while. And that's a I great love movie. that movie. Was, I love it. First one was pretty dang good. It was, man. It was uh, for those who don't remember this, is based on a comic and when, uh, probably 10 years ago now, wasn't it? Do you think it came out more than that? I, it, it was this before is, my kid was uh, Chloe. Grace Moritz. Moritz. <laughs> yeah. When she was real young. I mean, we're talking, I don't know, 12, something, 10, if 12. that. So, and had... Uh, uh, <laughs> had both the Quicksilvers. Both Quicksilvers were in it, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Cage. Nicolas Cage, man. Yeah, his yeah. big daddy. So And um, McLovin. McLovin was in it, right? <laughs> his, his red mist. Yeah. Red so mist. based based on a comic book, and and the the premise is that there's uh, basically this kid who asks the question, "Why the heck aren't there real life superheroes?" Yep. And uh, so he just orders himself a wetsuit online and modifies it into a superhero costume and goes out. To the he gets in an crying. accident so he doesn't feel pain as badly, right? Correct. Which yeah. was I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. Clever. She. Uh, yeah. He. Uh, yeah, gets hit. Well, no, he tries to break, <laughs> stop these two guys from jacking a car. That's what. And it was. ends up getting hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. In the process, and uh, jacked up all his nerve endings. So yes, he does not feel pain. And that's his superpower. Badly. That's his superpower. You get the crap kicked out of him. It doesn't hurt as much. <laughs> there's a great scene where because him and his buddies are just comic book nerds. And yeah. They're sitting in the comic book store. Yeah. The other keep- the other buddies, the dude from the last couple seasons of The Office, the. Yeah, the, he's the guy from uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, what did what did Dwight? What did they call him? It was know. it was Andy gave him a nickname. Plop. No, Plop was the other guy. I forget. <laughs> anyway, anyway, there's this great scene after he, you know, has recovered from his nerve ending um, damage, and they're both they just keep socking him in the arm. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? <laughs> so but um no it was fun and like i said i'm just enjoying right now being able to watch some films that i actually like and yeah enjoy and sharing them with my kids yeah like i've yeah. had to be very choosy like i've i've been very vocal about like watching alien with my daughter yeah, like right. a year ago because i'm like 
all right, what movies can I pick out that aren't going to be doing flagrant nonsense? Right. They can be scary. They can be a little gory if it's justified, right? Right, right. But not just flagrant, lazy-ass writing. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I look forward to being able to rip the Band-Aid off. She's been asking. She wants to watch The Godfather. Oh, wow. She heard about The Godfather, and she'd been asking about it. And I'm like, well, they get the horse head. I think she can yeah. handle that. Sonny <laughs> uh, meets a pretty bitter end, but I think she can handle it. <laughs> You know, I know. Yeah, it's trying to weigh those things out, but it's it's fun. Them yeah. being at that age, leave the gun, take the cannoli, okay. share some things the that thing you actually enjoy with, the, with, with them. Yeah, with the Godfather, it's it's not so much what's going on; it's the suspense that's building up. Yeah. Well, I yeah, my dad at, when I was really very young exposed me to the Godfather, which my dad's not a big movie buff, but you know, it was actually one of my parents' first dates or something. I think was to go oh, see wow. the Godfather, <laughs> and my mom says they sat in my, my dad's Spitfire convertible. <laughs> For like four hours oh into the night, God. just talking about what they had just oh, seen. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There was actually a conversation last week. Uh, and and yeah, like my dad, I remember like walking through the scene where Vito, they put him, you know, after he gets shot with, at the at the market mm-hmm. and he's in the hospital and Michael shows up and there's no cops around. This will yeah. just be my docket. I'm, I got nothing. <laughs> um, and course, next, I guess. Yeah, I'm next. And <laughs> and the suspense in trying to figure out what, where are the police? Yeah. Where are the dudes who are supposed to be standing guard? Right. And Michael's just the, the college boy. Yeah. And he's trying to take charge of a desperate situation. Yeah. And the poor guy who's what? He's the baker or the flower shop guy. I don't remember. But yeah. he's nervous. He's trying yeah. to make him act like he's a thug. Right. To, and yeah. stuff. And that scene, I remember my dad going, this is one of the most suspenseful scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And I'm like <laughs> nine. And I'm like, all right. And I'm bored for five minutes. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah, maybe it's time. Maybe it's yeah. time to start sharing yeah. some of this stuff. Yeah. With the kids, you know, yeah. she's 10 years old. That's yeah. older than I was when sure. I watched it. Sure. Well, so I think sometimes we give, um, we just don't think our kids can handle can stuff, handle I know. stuff right. and, they, and they're pretty resilient and yeah. can handle more than I think. No. And that's why I, you know, cause kick-ass is a rated R movie and oh, yeah. you know, she's 14. So she's not the 17 that the recommendations. And I'm just like, you know what? I saw rated R movies when I was that age. I, you know, but of when course, we were in high school, choose. they didn't even care if you were underage when you went to rated our movie. No, uh-uh. I saw seven with your ex-wife, and I think I was fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I remember. Right, they didn't. Yeah, you would go under rated. No one cared. Ticket go. No one cared. No, nobody carded back then. Yeah, very different. But yeah, I carded at the ticket booth once, and my manager gave me a funny look. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Well, <laughs> I was your roommate, and they knew I was over eight, seventeen, so." Like, it's like, what? you're barely what? 18 years old. Oh, is that the <laughs> argument you guys had that he bought that movie? Yeah, he had to go rent JFK to make up for carving oh, me at the theater. That's exactly <laughs> I got, right. I got it. <laughs> you don't look 17, sir. <laughs> sir. I'm older than you. <laughs> uh, Garrick Dockett. Okay. Uh, so I watched a movie. and <laughs> He'd like shake it off. All right. Whew, limber up. All right, guys. Here it comes. Ready? <laughs> ha! All right, double tap, double tap, pow! Uh, I watched the a prequel movie to a famous cartoon movie from Disney uh, called Cruella. Oh, oh yeah! That. My curious. wife tried to get me to watch it. I'm Based on the uh, Cruella Deville character, the villain. <laughs> I, and of I watched the, the trailer. It looks interesting. One hundred and one Dalmatians who wants to turn the prequel baby puppy Dalmatians into a coat. 
And everybody's it's always wondered, how can... does someone get to the point where they yeah. want to make baby yeah. puppies Who's... into a coat? Who's... I know, I watched the movie Emma and I'm Stone. still wondering that, actually. <laughs> Who? Oh, well, that's sad. Emma Stone? Uh, Emma Stone, yeah. Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. Emma Stone, that's, that's what... Is, that's the draw to the movie, right? <laughs> uh, with you two, obviously. Yeah. For me, it's like, not quite enough. It's yeah. close. I'm not a. I'm well, not it, a well no. Stone. I'm not even a 101 Dalmatians fan. It's just I missed no, the boat on. That. I watch. I watched the trailer and I'm like, oh, this. I mean, it's a pretty legit cast. Like, okay, yeah. you got Emma Stone, who I love. Uh, I think she's a great yes. actress. She's it's great. Got Emma Thompson, who I didn't yeah. know was going to show. Up. I love Emma Thompson, <laughs> Professor Trelawney. <laughs> it's got a. Uh, Beatrice. I don't know if you may not know this actor, but his name's Joel Fry. He was in uh, Game of Thrones. He was uh, when um, uh, what's her name? <laughs> the girl. She took over that town. Uh, yeah, she did. The yeah. city, the sky. Daenerys. City. When Daenerys took over Marine, oh, she was. He was kind of like when she. You remember when she flew off on the dragon, mm-hmm. and there was right. that guy sitting next to her, and yeah. he was like kind of her advisor, but not Tyrion. That was him. I don't yeah. know. You probably don't remember. Joel has, Fry. Yeah. Then it has uh, Paul Walter Hauser, who was uh, in I, Tanya. He was the larger gentleman. Okay. And I love him. It, every time I see him, he just cracks me up. Uh, but they play her kind of like lackeys. Um, so the, and it has Mark Strong in it, who I love. Uh, he's great. At, he, who's and Mark he's not Str- playing a villain? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Mark Strong is not playing a villain. How does that well, even work? I guess everybody in the movies technically kind of, yeah, a villain. That makes sense. So, so it, he's <laughs> in comparison, he's not a villain. Like Mark Strong, literally <laughs> play is characters. like emanates evil. I think if you run into him on the street, you, he'd just like he'd be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you're like, you just give him your wallet and run away. Like yeah. the dude is just scary in general. You guys know Mark Strong, right? No. He was the bad dude in the Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he's I, he just always wait plays terrifying villains. You know about he's, the one from Band of Brothers? He was he was in Kick Ass. He was uh, what's his name's dad in Kick Ass? Oh, okay. I know exactly I, who you're talking uh, about now. Yep, same guy. <laughs> Are you talking about Moriarty from Sherlock? I thought you mm-hmm. said Sherlock that Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Different. No, he wasn't Moriarty. He was like yep, Black sorry. No, yeah. Stone or something. I crossed the stream. Yeah, yeah. No, how, <laughs> when Howie said Band of Brothers, I'm like, okay, I know the guy who played Moriarty in Sherlock was in Band of Brothers. Yeah. So, yeah. I Yeah, yeah. my bad. But anyway, good, good cast. <laughs> they, they've the, done a lot the, of Sherlocks. Yeah, yeah, there have been quite a few. This, there should be another one coming, is, actually. is pretty fun. I mean, I I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, Like, the... It makes Cruella, or I guess what she started off as Estrella or Estella, or something like that. But she's not like cruel enough yet. Boom. What's that? She's not cruel enough yet. No, not not till the end does she actually completely adopt that name. Gotcha. Uh, is, um, but I I still don't understand because at the end she doesn't really hate Dalmatians or dogs for that matter. She, she actually has some Dalmatians of her own right at the end. So I, they're I just setting really up for, a, they're setting <laughs> it up for a sequel. Well, you just know that they're going to die. The sequel <laughs> of the prequel. Yep. The pre- yeah. The but se- they don't die. Prequel. I mean, she gets, they don't, she didn't actually get away with well, it. She doesn't want to cartoon. Wait, I, I, 101 Dalmatians. Does she want them to kill them or she just wants, she wants their, their hide, she, right? Well, it well, one kind of equals them. the other. I mean, one. Well, I mean, one she's begets. not saying she's not saying I I want 
them I want to them, them dead. Just yeah. I want them dead enough for me to get their eyes. Yeah, I, again, I, it's. <laughs> She's she's not wanting to kill them for killing. I mean, sake. she could wrap them she in saran wrap, get... and they're good, a little stingy. Well, there's yeah. a difference between <laughs> getting buffalo just for their skin, or just killing buffalo. Right, mm-hmm. I guess. Silence of the Lambs. Is... It didn't make much of a difference killing chubby chicks for their skin it, it versus killing a... chubby chicks. It was kind of one. It does make other. a difference, you know. You're gonna. Use... No, I'm just kidding. It does make. A difference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, her and Emma Emma Thompson and. And Emma Stone almost got those. The Emmas. Up. It would have made a different actress out of that. No, they're both named Emma. <laughs> yeah. That's Are you just, that's you just realizing <laughs> that now? I said it, but I didn't hear it until then. Wow. But uh, it's it's kind of like they have that this Devil Wears Prada type relationship. That's like, exactly what that ex- yeah, the exuded to me in the trailer. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's, it's a fun yeah. movie. A lot, of, a lot of humor between uh, her lackeys and her. And there's kind of a little heist going on. It, I mean, it's not a terrible movie. It was I I had fun through most of the movie and still have a lot of questions on how she got even more evil, I guess, at the end. Yeah, because C- really, like Emma Thompson's a terrible person also Wait, in, the movie. Thompson? She, in oh, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's terrible, but it's, it's tough to I guess I'm rooting for Emma Stone, who's the less terrible person. I don't know. You check it out. It's, it's like it's the Sith, you know. It's fine. It's a good watch. Huh. My question is, my wife was excited when Maleficent came out. I don't think she cared about the Maleficent sequel. Oh, and these then, are not even close. And she's really excited about this one. We're in the car. I'm like, I'm like, why do I care? Do I really need to find out how Ursula the Sea Witch gets her tentacles? I mean, what's next? Are we just going to keep going through the, the villainesses of Disney? But, yeah. Was why? Because Money. They have nothing. They they have no way to get new ideas. <laughs> yeah, they suck they at getting new ideas. New ideas. I'm just kind of like because they're rehashing all the old stuff, making them live action. So they're going back and doing prequels. Are we going to do Snow White's? Uh, yeah, the Apple. Probably already. We're going to do a prequel of the Apple. I yeah, did, they did uh, the Huntsman. The Apple. Yeah, they did do the Huntsman. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Was that? Was that Disney that did the Huntsman? Uh, I'm not oh, sure that it was, them, right? but well, no, they don't own the rights. The Snow White story itself is in the public domain. It's just their take on it is specific, but I'm trying to think like, what are the other animated movie villainesses that we haven't, you know, we haven't seen there that they could who's do the, a prequel uh, on. Who's the evil witch in, um, Sleeping Beauty. That that's Maleficent, Maleficent, isn't it? That was Maleficent. Yeah, yeah. that's Maleficent. What's the, and they have they done a Cinderella one? They've done a live action Cinderella esque one, right? Cinderella did. Yeah, they did a live action Cinderella. Oh well, Cinderella. What did you say? The story what of the wicked stepmother and her sisters. Yeah. How about them? What's what's their story? I don't How'd know. They get so evil. Go watch. Why into they the, got such go watch into feet? the woods where they're hacking each other's feet off and stuff, trying to squeeze into the slipper. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I'm just like I whatever. You know, like, are we gonna? Who is who is the 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 villain character in the Rescuers down under? Are we gonna get there? You know, I'm like, well, what's it like is, a large cat? Probably. You, I'm assuming know. this is what you get from big corporate anybody. You know, we're gonna go where we know we can get money because the, 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 the risk is low. If I we guess. got something new, that the risk is high. I guess. 
I, I, I would, but I wanted them to at least be gender neutral. I want to, I want to see an entire movie of Han's older brothers picking on him, so he becomes the dick prince for Frozen. I see, like a Jafar <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, a Jafar <laughs> movie. Yeah, the Jafar origin story. Or, about, or how about Scar? Just like hit. Oh yeah, Scar like, growing Mufasa up getting like, picked on by Mufasa pick- constantly. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, Mufasa. How do you meet those hyenas? He dude, he's hanging out in the Badlands, man. In the shadows. His shadows. The shadows. But, Is that yeah, everybody? John Snow. How Disney no, prints didn't their money. Yet. So there you go. You, you gonna do me? I thought we did. No. Nope. You but you look so done. Howie Dockett. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, so I watched a movie over Memorial Weekend. One of the oh, nights yeah. I went home. Because <laughs> you guys sucked. Yeah. That's so why I had to leave. Yeah. You do suck. That's and true. I went and cried. Yeah, and then Aww. I pulled you up do. a movie to Aww. make me not cry, which was directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't make you cry. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> called Army Sucker Punch of the Army Dead. Of, uh, Army of uh, Darkness. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dingus. And I believe Andy put it best. Oceans, Oceans Eleven with zombies. Mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven with zombies. And All right, Tig Navarro. A- accurate. And this was actually a fun little flick. Wait, wait, wait! Zack Snyder doesn't do fun. He, he did Sucker Punch. <laughs> yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. See, that's uh-huh. fun. Yes, yes, it is. Mm. That's depressing, but yeah, well, okay, it's okay, fun. depressing but fun. <laughs> All right, got it. The genre bending was fun. I don't care if you didn't like it or not. Genre bending can awesome. be fun. It's just that movie is so getting dour, high. like everything else. He I'm does. getting so high from my plastic right burning fumes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, really, this guy hires these dudes to go in a zombie balled off area to to get money. Zombie Vegas, like you do the the zombie Vegas. <laughs> They, are they picking zombie pockets? They don't need it anymore. <laughs> no, they, they can't do that. They have to go in all secret like. Oh. Um It's it's the least Zack Snyder Zack Snyder. Film. That's that's very true. It's actually Yeah, it, you you only smell Zack Snyder in a few spots. Uh but I you know okay, it's wait, a wait, fun wait. little flick. Wait. Slow mo action. Yes or no? Wait, 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 wait. Ultra slow-mo action. Yes I'm trying no. to... Th- wait, wait, wait. Ultra, ultra, ultra I'm, slow-mo wait, action. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. Did I accidentally lean on the remote and pause this slow-mo <laughs> action? I think they're... You watch it too, Gear, right? Yeah. I, I'm trying to think, too. Was the helicopter at the end, was that in slow-mo? Maybe he got his slow-mo jive on in... With, yeah. The in fact the that they're cut. even having to stop and think <laughs> yeah. about it makes it's, it like, even if it's in there, apparently there's not remotely yeah, as much. Exactly. No, if, if it's in there, it's not, I can't really It's not overstated. Well, <laughs> it's not if, every if scene. If it's in there, it'd probably be overstated. I, I bet you it was in Netflix's in contract mind. that there's a maximum running time. <laughs> and like, well, that- time to do all slow-mo. Zach, we're already at the limit, man. No! So, yeah, because I don't remember, like, Louis, when that dude was fighting the zombie queen or whatever. I don't, Spoilers. I don't remember anything. Oh yeah, sorry. Spoiler. I don't remember oh anything from that fight, so I yeah. assume it wasn't in slow motion. Right. <laughs> Except the, how wow. it ended. That's the only part I remember. Wow, guys. Yeah. Wow. So the you know it's you don't go into it for this deep story. 
<laughs> you, wait, I don't go into a Zack Snyder movie for a deep story. It's got it's Zack Snyder Dave Batista. Bautista. Bautista. He's the main dude. Drax. Love him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plays Scott Ward, by the way. Ooh, his uh, last name's War. Duh. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like we're Zack Snyder in again. No, but he's got to assemble this team, and they have to go in. Yeah, to one of the bank or one of the casino things, and in the bottom vault, they got to steal this thing, and they get special dudes to do these special things. You know, a little over the top. So this is literally you, this, is this is literally Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, except Ocean's Eleven and Zombies. That's literally yeah, yes. what it is. It really is. Everybody has their speciality. Yeah, just like Ocean. It's very, you know. Uh, do they have a small Asian man? No. Disappointed. No, they, do, they do have Asian man. That's good. Secret Asian. It has Garrett Dillahunt. Uh, is that his name? Is this mm-hmm. the part of the podcast where how he reads off cast names and none of us have ever heard of? <laughs> you know him, this dude. That guy. That dude. You know that guy. That guy. Oh, the Terminator, Terminator TV series yeah. guy. Yep. Who's like like the like a poor man's something. I don't know. He's just he's weird. He's weird. It has uh shades from Nick Cage. Remember shades? From Nick Cage. Um did I say that wrong? Not Nick Cage. Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's late. Yeah, Luke Cage. You remember Shades from Luke Cage their Luke Cage show? Luke yeah. Cage show. Mm-hmm. On the Netflix with Luke Cage. Oh, invincible guy. Yeah, so strong. Yeah, shades. The guy that always wears shades. I like that guy. Shades. Yeah. Well, one of the best chicks in the film is Tig. Tig Navarro. Yeah. See. Her, like five seconds. She's not in it a lot, but when she's in it, you know you're going to enjoy that. Because she's doing the Tig Navarro thing. Yeah. She's a Kevin so. Costner of sarcastic ladies. Yeah. <laughs> she does her thing and it works. So. So, yeah, I recommend, you know, just give it a watch. If you're in the mood, you know, I just want something kind of silly zombie Ocean's Eleven action. Yep. It's perfect. I'm going to watch that eventually. And if you like zombies. I do like I do like an occasional zombie. It is a little interesting. I want I don't know that it's a different take on it, but it is a little bit different take on zombies than. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you normally would get. So that's a, I've never seen anything. Like yeah, that. I haven't either. But I haven't seen all zombie flicks. So that's <laughs> really? a good point. Just get on it, Howie. God, go why don't you go do that? Movies. While we talk about some news. No, 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 no. Right. If I want to go do that, I gotta stop recording. I'll see you guys later. Bye, Howie. Beep boop pop. Well, boys. Oh, great! Another DC Marvel news. Yeah. Item. Do you guys have any news? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's our DC Marvel news. Yes, I do. All right, here we go. Oh, my fingernail is book, coming back. The book of oh. Boba Fett has wrapped filming. Oh, oh all right. Fan freaking fantastic. But we've got half a year of post-production, and then it, apparently the Mandalorian season three is not going to start shooting until next year. That's what I heard. That is disappointing. Great. Yeah, disappointing Very. to say the least. Because... Boo. They're gonna wrap that probably before we ever get started on Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah, I'll be dead by then. I know. <laughs> Seriously, have you seen what I eat? God. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the parking by the week. Again. Yeah. 
I don't know if y'all know this, but the Napoleon Dynamite movie takes place in Idaho. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2005, the, the Idaho state legislator wrote a resolution praising Jared and Jerusha Hess and the city of Preston. HCR 029 appreciates the use of tater tots for, quote, promoting Idaho's most famous export. <laughs> it extols bicycling and skateboarding to promote, quote, better air quality, end quote. And it says Kip and LaFonda's relationship is, quote, a tribute to e-commerce and Idaho's technology-driven industry, <laughs> end quote. <laughs> the resolution goes on to say those who vote nay on this concurrent resolution are freaking idiots. <laughs> nice. Freaking idiot. That's fantastic. I love this movie. And God bless Idaho for having a sense of humor about it. <laughs> well, at least one guy in Idaho does. So or bef- lady. Before we get know. started, gentlemen, let's settle the debate right now. Uh-oh. When does Napoleon Dynamite take place? <laughs> That's a wonderful question. <laughs> it Current. is. Okay, here's my take on that. Current. Uh-huh. It is, yes. Well, it, I, the it movie is, was, yes. what, 2005, 2004? So it's 2004. It was 2004. But Idaho is so behind the times. Or at least this little town in Idaho. Correct. Boise's a happening burg, man. That it felt like 1986. Yep, Gary. Yeah, it had to be 90. <laughs> yeah, it had to be like mid early mid-90s. Yeah. He had a trapper keeper. That's 80s, bro. 80s? They, totally... they have trapper keepers now. That's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little different. but They're yeah. different, yeah. So... In the opening credit no sequence, phones. I knew that. In the opening right. credit sequence, Napoleon's school ID says 2004 to 2005. Nice, there we go. It was Told present you. day, yep. but depicting the fact that sometimes small towns, towns. are just bass backwards. I remember when I watched the movie, I was debating the whole time. The first time I saw it, like, is this? Does this take place in the 80s and yes, 90s? Like, right. what's going on? The dudes wearing moon boots. Right. What's going on? And then the dudes pull up with their low rider hopping up yes, and down on right. hydros. And I was yep. like, wait, okay, right, wait, right. wait. <laughs> Definitely the 90s. <laughs> Still wrong. Still wrong. Yeah. No, that's because I, I, yeah, I thought about that a lot. I'm glad it was confirmed with the ID, but yeah, yeah. I always just took it as yes. It's I've heard people town. just say, no, it's 80s. Listen to the music they're playing. I'm like, yeah. do you remember <laughs> going to school dances in the 90s and hearing music from the 70s? Because I do. I do. Yeah. Actually, it's funny, funny story. Um, our Indiana basketball team, the Indiana Pacers, um, one of their, their all-time greats is Reggie Miller. And Reggie Miller is from California. And he always talks when he retired i remember an interview with him where he talked very fondly he loves indiana he still has mm-hmm. a house here and things like that but he's like one of the things i love about indiana is that i i can come here it's it's very homey people are, are just wonderful here he goes but the culture is just like seven eight years behind everybody else yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That's and for and and again, no, his family's from California, yeah. so they're like cutting edge of trends and all. Yeah, that I was gonna stuff. say Indiana's actually not that far behind the average. It's just the average <laughs> is well behind <laughs> right. the trendsetters. Right, right, yeah, right, exactly. Indiana's so, a little behind the average. It is, but it's go not, to Ken- it's not... go go to Kentucky. Correct. You know, yes, go right. literally anywhere south of Indiana. Right. <laughs> you right. go further back in time. Yep. Let me take you to my hometown in Ohio, where I'm pretty sure mullets are just now falling out of season. 
No, no, no. No, they're you coming know, back, though. Bolts are in, dude. No, no, no. No, no it's no. going to be another the 25 to 30 years <laughs> before the they're back mullet. in. Yeah, the first yeah, mullet. Yeah, they haven't the gotten rid of the initial mullet. The initial mullet. <laughs> yeah. This is a generation one mullet. Yeah, their mullets are down to their ankles at this point, man. Dude. No, my daughter's graduating class had mullets, full-on mullets going on, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's back, happening? baby. It's back, baby. What's happening? <laughs> Irony is a terrible thing sometimes. Why oh is Napoleon's name spelled differently than historical Napoleon Bonaparte? Because you can Ice cream. You just pronounce Napoleon. I don't know. There's, is there an answer to this question? I don't know why Howie just said ice cream at me definitively. <laughs> are you talking that's about Neapolitan? Yeah, are you talking about Neapolitan ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was that, thinking too. But that's people called it Neapolitan ice cream. That's when right. they're like four. Yeah. Well, right. It's, yeah. This is Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you know, it's something I've never learned is how they named the character napoleon dynamite unless it was like yeah if, unless it was like like a jk rowling kind of thing where it's like well i tried to give this character a name that no one would feel bad that it was their name yeah i don't well, i don't know the genesis it, of the name go ahead I'm sorry. i'll tell you there you go here we go you ready yep well there's some controversy actually no so you're not really going to tell us <laughs> no well this is, i'm going to tell you what some people say i'm going to tell you what jared hess says so Napoleon Dynamite was originally used by Elvis Costello on an album, Blood and Chocolate. But Hess claims he's never heard that album. He says he met someone on the streets of Cicero, Illinois, named Napoleon Dynamite through uh, missionary work that he was doing for uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. So he, he named it after, I guess, some dude he met. I've been to Cicero and I buy that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for real. I've been on the streets of Cicero, and I imagine anybody walk up to you and tell you their name is any wicked, weird two words put together. You know, like corn pop. I don't know. <laughs> corn pop, classic. Now I do know that that they were doing like little skits with that character. I've no and idea. Like half of the I've read this that like. Well, they did a short film. Right. Okay, that's what it was. A short film, not skits. So, and I think, which included, I believe, the scene where he's picking out the suit or something like that. Yeah, the the original um, short film was called Palooka, which I guess roughly translates to Spanish as wig. So, at the very beginning of the the short film is is basically the exact same intro as Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, uh, not the not the uh, entry, not the credits, like credits and stuff right, after right. the credits. It's him standing at the bus stop with his trapper keeper. So it's bit and he throws a little action figure out of the window. I, oh my God. Oh my God. See, okay. I didn't rewatch it for the podcast. I've seen it a billion times and I watched it a few months ago. I'm now remembering the first time I saw the movie and him like with it's, the, like the, like hope nobody's looking like secretly quick throw his little like yeah. grapple hook. He-Man figure out the window. No, see, I think it's the exact opposite. I think he wanted. Well, he didn't want the bus driver to see what yeah. he was doing, but he wanted to. He, I mean, because he's like the big kid surrounded yeah. oh, by all the kid on the bus. bus. Like so they all look old. up to him. Yeah, they're like, "What are you going to do today, Polian? Yeah, whatever I want. <laughs> whatever I want. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there are people who haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite. I don't understand. Oh. So here's and the, there's also people who don't think Kevin Costner's that great of an actor. I know, oh, man. And they're the, messed up. Well, that, all of them. Those aren't 
Those, the Venn diagram does not overlap. <laughs> <laughs> so Napoleon Dynamite is a movie about a an awkward, awkward teenage. So so uh, to hear Jared Hess, he's a nerd, but he's not the nerd the way Hollywood always depict nerds. Like nerds are smart and goofy or yeah. smart and smelly or smart and whatever. He's not necessarily smart. Maybe he's an average student. Maybe he gets straight A's. It doesn't matter right. because it's the social awkwardness that is the centerpiece. Right of it and it is a highly highly divisive movie because some people see this and go oh god i know someone like this I, by the <laughs> way i just told you the whole plot of the movie he's socially awkward and here's his family and friends yeah, the end right. it's great um but <laughs> some like, of whom are also socially awkward well, in their own special I think, yes i think most of us know what napoleon died yes like, I, that's, some, that was most of us but yeah. not most of people there are so many like okay my sister is on like her butt pucker so hard. She like is hovering a foot off the couch watching this. I, I made her watch it and she was so tense and so awkward. We knew she was thinking of the same family. I was yep. people who were <laughs> right. this extreme. And I, that is no exaggeration, <laughs> no, it's not this extremely awkward, but to her, she never got comfortable with these people. <laughs> and she couldn't stand it. Uh, I was forced to get comfortable with these people, and I look back at it as like I it was, I survived a war, <laughs> <laughs> and like and I look back and go, okay, this is stinking hilarious because this is like real life. I, and there, yeah. I think a lot of people watch it and they don't understand that there are people who are truly yeah like this, and uh and yeah. I, I absolutely just am completely enamored with the film. And um oh, I lost my train of thought. But <laughs> the the like and of course, you know, we're on a podcast. I don't want to say who this movie reminds me of. But Mike. it's me. No, no, no. <laughs> you can say it. No, no, it is scary. Um <laughs> like the character of Kip might as well be a clone of this one guy, the the older brother of these two yeah. brothers that I knew. Like a cologne behavior and look alike yeah and you're just jealous of chatting with chicks all day online yeah i've been talking with babes online all day don't be jealous napoleon <laughs> yeah I, I remember your mom goes to college <laughs> this came out and it was not well it wasn't well received it wasn't like it was a slow burn man. yeah thank you did it was, not yeah, know how to think no, that's it's yeah hard, it's hard to explain the film it's just how do you bottle it up and pitch it? You you can't. Yep. It's, and it's you say, oh, it's about this nerdy guy, and then you're like, oh, how do crap? You got to explain the whole plot, basically. And and, and then you sound no like plot. you sound like a raving there is, lunatic. Yeah, there is no plot if you try to explain the plot, which is uh, there's not a whole lot to go into here. We just talk the about our favorite that scenes. Got and me stuff. is I think it was went over to the Corey's house, and they you guys were like talking about it, and I don't know how if you'd seen the movie or what. Oh, I'd seen, seen the movie, online, and you're showing me clips. Uh, and I can't remember who else. Somebody else was there. I can't remember off the top of my head. And we were just laughing our asses off, just yep. watching clips from the movie. Yeah, that somehow made their way online, and then they originally eventually re-released it in theaters because of the, I guess, I don't know. Somehow it gained popularity yep. on the internet or something. This is kind of one of the first movies I'd seen do that. Yeah, where it it got out of theaters, but then it gained a huge amount of popularity. Went back. Went to see it all by myself in the theater with my wife, uh, and we were just laughing our asses off. All they're 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 the same person. It doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I that slaps. 
I uh, yeah. Uh, when I saw it, shout out to my friend Mike from middle school. When I was, I'd met a chick at, at this Mike's wedding. Yeah, and I went up to visit her in yes. Chicago. <laughs> yes, but was staying with my friend from middle school, Mike, who lived downtown. And he's like, "Hey, you got time to go see a movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You know, and I look over and like his roommate, who I had just met, is like. Dude, are you seriously going to go see that again? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, this will be like the fourth time he saw it. And I'm like, what are we even talking about? And I look over at Mike and Mike's like, this will be the fifth time. <laughs> and I'm like, what is it? So he's like, I don't want to bother explaining it to you. Just trust me. Because I know no you'll way. like it. And here's the thing. He was thinking of the same people that me and my sister were thinking of. <laughs> my sister. That's how long this goes back. Right. Thank you, Howie. Uh, no, it was the predicate. <laughs> we're both wrong um and so i like he drags me see it at this indie theater in chicago and there were like nine other people tops in the theater and i'm the, the minute that action figure goes out the window i am giggling <laughs> yeah. but i'm trying to stifle my giggles and we're in like the second row of this tiny theater and i'm like i'm just giggling like i'm looking over at mike and he just keeps nodding at me grinning <laughs> silently like, right right and i'm giggling and no i'm turning around looking at like these six girls in the back these like these like 20 some year old <laughs> girls they don't care what's yeah. going on whatever. and then at some point i don't remember what point it was but I, no it was your mom goes to college your mom goes to college <laughs> oh my god i went because that's exactly the way we talk <laughs> and i start cracking up and then the girls in the back start laughing and then the old couple down from us start cracking up and from that point on we were all friends and laughing our butts off the whole movie like it had to, nobody knew for sure because yeah. it was just so different yes and because you can't explain the movie to anybody that's what I was doing. I was trying to pull up clips and prove to be like, I saw this movie at this indie theater in Chicago. It's hilarious. If it ever shows up at like cinema center here in Fort Wayne, we're going to go see it. <laughs> yeah. But like Garrick said, a few months later, they did a wide release. And even then I didn't trust any of your asses to go see the movie. <laughs> so I kept grabbing you guys yeah. and taking you to see it. And I yeah. realized that Mike took me for his fifth time. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the movie in theaters five times because <laughs> yeah. i kept taking more people to go yeah. see it because like yeah. i don't tr you're not going to go see it you'll 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 take a left and you'll see a rom-com i'm dragging you to the theater and i've seen it four times but your second time was my first time yeah and, and i then think I saw we saw it all four the times together <laughs> was gonna say. or at least three so and I, you had I, I, think, I think it was just you and me when we I don't think. Okay. You, did you come? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I came. I'm sure. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Because, it was three, at least okay. three. Because if I would have known that he was going, I would have been, been right there, there yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. He was so sold. I mean, he was I'm, the second time I saw yes. it. With, so, because I think, yeah, your second time was my first time. It was just you and me. Yeah. And then we saw it. And then we're like, oh my gosh. And we had to take my wife. Yeah. We dragged your, your ex wife out. And then she saw it. And then I think that's yeah. when we saw it with you. And oh my gosh. And so the last time uh, I went yeah, to see it, Mike's sitting there laughing. He's like, I've seen this movie four times. How many times have you seen it now? And I'm like five times. This total stranger in front of us, who's got a group of six friends with him, turns around and he goes, "This is my sixth time." <laughs> and you guys know me, man. I'm not that kind of person. I mean, it, it takes a Star Wars, old timey Star Wars film, for me to go see it that many times. Right. Oh my gosh. But it was just every time you just laugh harder and yeah. harder. Well, that, yeah. every time it says it, it says something about this film that here are these people continually bringing other people because there's no way you can explain we it. can't leave this to the marketers and yeah, <laughs> you have to go out and see it so you know it's your duty to mm -hmm. go out and drag people to this film because yeah. 
they need to experience the it. The title well. is the biggest turnoff in the world. The commercials were even bigger turnoffs somehow. But you're like, no, trust me. Just trust yeah. me. It was it was all word of mouth marketing. Oh, yeah. Is insane. Like, th- yeah, I mean, that can't. I don't know that if that happens. I guess it does because everybody's word of mouth, but you can't trust anybody really. Uh, but yeah, this oh, the phenomenon, like. I heard for Garrick out, after he said that. It, the hot topic was like all Napoleon Dynamite all the time. <laughs> yeah, vote for Pedro shirts everywhere. Four yeah. hundred thousand estimated budget. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, domestic gross was um, just shy of forty-five million. Wow, that's actually more than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's not including home dvd sales right? no yeah the or dvd sales takes it's one of the best-selling dvds ever yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it, it's in oh it, it was like office space it was a college yes. pass around right. dvd after right. we were done <laughs> but like uh this movie is so divisive that it literally is one it was known for breaking netflix algorithms when they were having contests for people to help them improve their algorithms <laughs> napoleon dynamite would break it there was no way they could not figure out an algorithm to predict whether someone would like napoleon dynamite or not <laughs> because i don't think it has anything to do with taste i think it has everything to do with if you've known someone like, like that and right. how you and know. how you felt yeah. about that <laughs> i'm not and i don't know if there's a way to relate that directly to movie taste like i said my sister and I, we have different tastes. Yeah. We both knew that family, but for her, it was, oh, I don't want to think about it. For me, I'm like, it was such an oddity. I want to think about now, it. Now, what's uh, another interesting side of that is, you know, there's people out there who didn't really know anybody, like, at least to that extreme, mm-hmm. they might have a little bit. So how do they, you know, how are they You're perceiving the movie? Were, I don't know. Yeah. I have no uh, idea. Were, were they able to find something funny in it or are they just thinking this is ridiculous i can say anecdotally i mean like okay so it it's divisive too in people that like it and don't like it because like even in my own family like my sisters could care less about the yep. movie they're like yeah whatever my brothers well eric eric couldn't, doesn't really care one way or the other josh is all in oh really yeah i would have thought the opposite yeah, yeah. no josh josh Listeners. is all <laughs> over that one and then my dad my dad it was a slow burn for him mm-hmm. we'd make him watch it oh, that's just the stupidest thing i've ever seen but my dad's the kind of guy he's always like looking to see if my mom's around yep he and always, then, yep <laughs> yep and then he'll yep. the room he goes yeah that's funny my parents <laughs> my parents the third my parents i made them watch and they're like i was weird i they were weird that that was goofy and then like six months later you know what was on tv oh that movie just cracks me up <laughs> since when yeah, i mean right. great but what right yeah exactly they're <laughs> just a hoot is so, there uh i got i got a number for you guys oh yes um, we were talking about dvd sales 139 million wow wow, wow. in its first few years that's, that's a good included after that that's like, a good roi oh right there gosh, baby that doesn't yeah. even get streaming rights or anything no. in that Wow. Yeah, that's that's uh, from 2004 to 2006. That doesn't count, you know. Yeah, that's just two years then, of yeah. sales. <laughs> the oh rest my. of the years. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Like, you watch this movie, and the two biggest names you see in the film was like, wait, was that a Duff and a Busey? You know <laughs> what I mean? Bader? Diedrich Bader. Yeah. He, yeah. Diedrich Bader, of course. Him and then John Grease. I mean, he's uncle rico i mean I, did anybody those recognize guys, no, john that's Grease? the thing he's just one of those guys that's been in like every movie yeah and you're like oh yeah i think i know that guy yeah you know, kind of just, no that was the dude who lived in the wall in uh real genius yeah. wait what <laughs> yeah, right. and like <laughs> yeah, countless bad guys and all okay, kinds of weird so movies 
I'm no, he was on... in ER. That's what I. John Grease. One, one episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who wasn't? So I am on Google. I googled Napoleon Dynamite cast. Yeah, and it has Amy Poehler. What? Amy in Poehler? It. She's in it. That's Where? what I'm asking. Um, Jermaine I'm Clement. What? What? Says he's Are you in looking it? at the right one? It can't be right. I know. Looking at the was cartoon? there a series? No, the, the, the cartoon. Oh, you're looking at the cartoon, probably. Well, no. The cast is well. It doesn't sh- say. It has I'm the look, picture I'm at, of the movie. I'm on see? IMDb. Has the and I don't see Amy Poehler on the cast. Well, that's why I'm like. Yeah. No. That, that's so not, that's an inaccuracy. But it shows the movie. It shows Diedrich Bader and stuff. Yeah. It shows the, the normal cast until you get down to here. You're like, what? Who? Yeah. This see now. Other than that, I mean, Tina Majorino. She is Deb. In she was the girl from Waterworld. She was in Waterworld, and, and she was in. Was that- she in like a Mad Max movie? <laughs> no, just <laughs> Waterworld was the Mad Max movie. Oh, um, that's right. No, but she was a child actor, and she did a thing with. Uh, dang it. I can't remember. Hold on. I'll find she out. She never done a comedy before this. Jared Hess didn't even want to let her read for it. And that made her want to read for it any, even more because she didn't care if she got the part. She just wanted to read for a comedy and then got the part. Nice. Yeah. Deb. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. With the caboodles. Yeah. <laughs> Glamour <laughs> shots by Deb. Deb. Yes. Glamour shots by Deb. So, yeah. I mean, I had seen, I recognized her. She was about. Um, I recognize her Dietrich face Bader. as well. She was the only one that I recognized. Well, I recognize, uh, was it Haley Duff? Oh, Haley Duff, yeah. Right. Well, okay. Haley. I th- I recognized Hillary Duff and found out it was Haley Duff. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the blonde boyfriend was obviously a Busey. I'm like, I don't know how many times remu- removed a Busey that is, but I can recognize a Busey's, a Busey? a Busey's blonde hair and giant teeth was anywhere. Was he a Busey? I'm yeah, right? He no, had to be. Trevor Snar. No, he's a Busey. He looks like a Busey, but it's not. He, a all right, he's a Busey on his mom's side. Are you talking I about that dude who looks like a Busey. He's but a it's Busey not? on his mom's side. I want you don't. I want DNA proof that he's not a Busey before I'll even entertain that notion. <laughs> that dude's a Busey. He looks like a Busey. I'm not denying that. He is a yeah. Busey. Why are you not accepting this? Because his what? name is science. The the cool thing about this movie um, is it was so unexpected because at the time. And we were talking about this earlier. I mean, we had come out of the 90s and, and we had like just a flood of Fairly Brother movies that just spawned all these like Comedies really had over gone the so high energy screwball. Yeah. I mean, antics. just over the top. And by the time you get to the mid 2000s, I mean, they're just they're at a point where people are burnt out on them. Yeah. I feel like I mean, yeah. they were just parodies of themselves at that point. Yep. And um, kind of like, like remember the whole not another Series yeah, of movies, yeah, yeah the satires, <laughs> yes. yeah. Of, I mean, they're the, to the well, point where yeah. they're making movies satirizing. You're those really right. Like, types like, of you're like Josie and the Pussycats satirizing commercialism and and the entertainment industry in general. And then, yeah, <laughs> all the not another teen movies, right. not yeah, you know, scary movie. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh my gosh! And this is like basically all making fun of the young people comedies that were <laughs> coming up for like she's all that. Yes, exactly. Ten so, things I hate about you. So then this movie comes out and it was just like a yeah, breath of fresh movie. air because yeah, it was that is a good movie. not only was it like not screw um, screwball, it's screwball, but not in not that high sense. energy screwball, right? Low. And, energy. I mean, it was it's completely clean. There's no cursing. There's no like over sexualized things or anything. Well, I mean, yeah, just, the writer director is a Mormon. He's going to play within the lines. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Except for maybe the scene where. 
John Kreese is trying to sell sell breast enhancements. Oh yeah, so he's, a, he's a gigolo, right? I Uncle did Rico. You get that? Uh, no, it's <laughs> did you guys I. Get that? I fully believe that that he is a aspiring gigolo. I believe that Uncle Rico would absolutely give it up for money if he could figure out how to cash to in on that game. But he's just not there yet. He's still clinging to the hopes that he's going to make it pro. <laughs> and he's going to be a pro football player in his mid-late 40s. Yeah. But the great point here, though, is that, I mean, that it didn't have all the traditional things that made it funny. I mean, it was it was clean, but it's just this, like you said, this awkward kid. And yeah. I mean, Jared Hess's or he, Jared Hader's Heater's performance. John, John, John Heater. Heater. Sorry, he's, I know. I do. Jared, I do the same. Thing. John, I do all, it. Yeah, all, all the time. John Heater's performance in this is just, just well, he, him, and um, Pedro. Yeah. Too. I mean, those two together really they they play off each other a lot. Uh, well, God, and Kip, everybody. Yeah, you're right. Everybody. I mean, they've got the grandma who's into like high impact motorsports. <laughs> they've got the uncle who like is like Lives selling his Tupperware van. out of his orange conversion <laughs> van. You know, and for some reason to prove he can throw a football well just takes us like I guess an a boiled steak. <laughs> A giant, like, boiled steak right off a plate in his hand and just throws it in his other nephew's face. Like, no, sidearms no, it, no, which is actually, oh yeah, he has side The arms funny it. thing is, is that he didn't use his own steak. He took Kip's steak. No, that's what I'm saying. He takes Kip's steak. Kip's just sitting there on the porch with a steak on his lap that's just water running, like, all over it. And, yeah, he just grabs it right off the plate and chucks it right. Oh, freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an infinitely quotable movie like every line you can just quote it's actually it's crazy actually not even lines just jared i'm sorry john heater going oh, is a line yeah. in and of itself can you bring me my chapstick <laughs> my lips are my real lips bad are no ask them school nurse she's got like a drawer full of them oh gross <laughs> <laughs> my favorite no my favorite i there's so much good about this movie but he's wearing like the zubas or whatever with like the zip up pocket and at lunch he wants to he wants to have a snack later so he takes his tater tots and he's squeezing them into like the like little like denim zip pocket and then in the middle of a test, like in math class or whatever, he's, he's just pulling out, out tots. cold tater tots. <laughs> and the kid next the to bully. him, Napoleon, give me some of your tots. <laughs> no, get your own. Give me some of your tots. <laughs> give me some of your tots. Like, give me some, like I want to eat your pocket tots. <laughs> <laughs> That's appealing to me as a bully. Mm, pocket tots. No, get your own. <laughs> Like get your own pocket tots, fella. He just like kicks him in the in the pocket tots. Yeah, yeah, he kicks him yeah. in the pocket tots. Now they all fall out. And what's the point? Go. The lips hurt real bad. You ever take it off any sweet jumps? <laughs> Nunchuck skills. Yeah, bow hunting skills. skills. Computer hacking skills. I don't have any skills. What about drawing? There's You're pretty a, good at that. There's a great scene at the beginning too, after he gets off the bus and they're sitting in gym class, and the the blonde kid, the the Busey kid, is yeah. sitting there with his buddies, and he's like, he's nudging his buddy next to him. He goes, "Watch this." He goes, "Napoleon, what'd you do last summer?" <laughs> he's like, we Wolverine hunting. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's angry that he's being asked because yeah. it's probably already happened. <laughs> He's like, what did what did you use to kill the Wolverine? A freaking twelve gauge. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> and they're 
just sitting there cracking up. <laughs> I mean, Jared and Jerusha had to know someone who talked like this, right? Like it had to be a real person because I know people who they would just lie, like angrily lie at you for asking them anything. A 12 gauge. What do you think? Oh, oh, and then the scene where he he's taken when Deb tries to sell him the glamour shots at his yep. door and she shows him that picture that she took <laughs> and he takes it and then he's showing Pedro and he goes, this is my girlfriend. Yes, yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> I took her I took her to get a glamour shot last summer. <laughs> now we haven't talked about uh She's pretty hot. Uh you know the class. She's pretty good looking. To go the, the self defense class. Well, yeah, with Diedrich Vader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna take a roundhouse kick to the face while wearing these babies? I don't think so. How he got involved in this, I'm not sure. Actually, I follow him on Twitter and he was talking about it recently, but I can't remember the details. Like he seems like a pretty responsive dude. He likes his fans. But yeah. I'm so glad he got involved with it. That's so. the thing. Like Oswald from the Drew Carey show, he was in the the good the good husband or whatever that just got canceled or, or whatnot. But Office space. Office space. Yeah. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hell watch no, your man. cornhole, man. Yeah, watch your cornhole, man. <laughs> yeah, Diedrich Bader just did this playing like the world's lamest martial arts instructor. <laughs> In this little dick town. Hey, you, Peter Pan, get up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me your best shot. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> that was pretty good. How many times does Kip get slapped in the yeah. head by people in this movie? Including Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> Napoleon, I was wondering if you'd give me a lift into town or give me a pull into town. What does he say? Yeah. Give me a pull into pole, town. Yes. So, so, so Diedrich Bader, is, according to an interview he did, joined because they gave him the script. And it, he says to this day, it's one of the top two scripts he's ever read. That's what he's <laughs> the other one was Office Space. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. He was he was perfect for that. <laughs> for what little he was in it. Yeah. Oh, he my said, yeah, he said he was reading it and he couldn't stop giggling. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds that sounds like our lovable uh, Jed or uh, Jethro Bodine. So, Jethro. any of you who have teenagers in in you know middle school, high school age, will appreciate this quote. So, Mike. Yeah, okay, I'm listening. Grandma asked, "How was school?" And Napoleon responded. The worst day of my life. What do you think? <laughs> oh, no. Wait. Oh, you don't got to have a teenager. You just got to have a drama queen, and I got one. <laughs> the worst day of my life. What do you, what do you think? It's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. How was school day? Only about the worst day ever, like every day. That's what I get. Yeah. That's, that's the exact same quote, just yep. different words. Yep. <laughs> worst day of my life. What do you think? It's a liger. <laughs> Known for its magical powers. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite animals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why don't you draw her a picture? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to bake her a cake. <laughs> there are ways of asking girls to the dance. Will you draw her a picture? Yeah, she's pretty good looking. Bake her a cake. <laughs> make her a cake. Yeah, make her a cake. Or no, he says he build her a cake, right? Is that something like that? <laughs> so awkward. I'll build her a cake. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> what? The chickens. The chickens have large talons. 
Boy, I don't know uh, what, what you, you just, just said. said. I don't understand, I understand a word. Lyle. That's actually great. He doesn't understand a word he says. But the dude, Lyle's that's like that guy really talking. Man. He's like over there in the creek beds where we found the Shoshone arrowheads. Like, I understand him. I, and I don't know if I that means I have a problem. Because I understand exactly what it's like. when It's like the first time I watched Snatch. I had no problem understanding Every word that that Brad, uh, Pitt. Brad Pitt was saying, I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> what what I like is is there's stuff you don't get on your first watch. Oh it's yeah, fantastic. Like or I think it was maybe my second or third watch where it was a, one of the times when the bus pulls up and Lyle's got a shotgun. Yes, out. yep. <laughs> and like I didn't catch this the first time, but he's like. <laughs> He's like clumsily trying to cock it. Yeah, and there's a cow. There's a cow. A cow's head. There's a, yeah, there's, there's a cow that's like down, stuck in the creek put bed. Down old Bessie. And yeah, yeah the cow's like reaching out its nose to sniff the barrel. And yeah, then the bus pulls up, and you just hear a shotgun, and, and all the, the children scream, scream and go to the window. All the children scream like, "Oh my god!" For no reason at all, Lyle's just putting a cow down in front of a busload of kids. <laughs> this happens to be in front of a busload of kids. Yeah, yep. Lyle great. does not give a fuck. No, no. Lyle's good with it. <laughs> Lyle likes raw eggs in his in his tang, whatever that was they're drinking. I love them working at that farm. They yes. chicken farm, chicken farm, and then they the stop for lunch, stirring, stirring up the tang with a bare hand, yeah. just submerged in the tang with eggs. And their their lunch was, of course. Eggs, egg salad yeah. sandwiches, yeah. and yeah, right. and, and, and hard boiled eggs, eggs and tang with eggs in it. Yeah, <laughs> raw egg, raw, raw eggs. eggs. Yeah, I'm just watching this going. That's probably something someone does. <laughs> like That's, I believe them. I believe them. <laughs> There's a scene. He's walking down with the chicken. And he's trying to stuff it in. It's flapping, it's flapping like crazy. You're like, that and wasn't planned, but it's great. <laughs> but it's great. As soon as he gets it in there, he takes his hand and sniffs his hand. <laughs> yeah. He immediately sniffs his fingers. And I'm like, was that planned? Because the chicken freaking out couldn't have been planned. Or did Jared or John, I did John Heater literally worry that his hand had just been pooped on and sniffed it. And Jared Heater's behind the camera going, comedy gold. <laughs> we have this. Oh, my God. Gosh! You know what I love too. For no reason, in the middle of that movie, they have this scene where they're they're testing milk. The 4-H fair. Yeah, the 4-H. Yeah. Fair. This one smells like it got into an onion patch. <laughs> yeah. It's like him and Pedro you are yeah. like you realize, on, on bovine. Yeah, no, yeah, you realize raising. Napoleon is the Rain Man of milk tasting. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he excels. So at the end of the movie, you're like, he might be a social reject, but he's got a future in milk quality control. <laughs> he goes, "That's correct." Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the problem with this one is that little guy over there yeah, <laughs> pointing at the little malformed teeth. A good dairy cow has four. This one has five. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and I, the principal is, of their school is just such a perfect dick. Like he's just. I, I don't know where they're digging up these people. I don't know if they're local, but this guy was, everybody was perfect for their role, but that the, the principal was <laughs> Pedro like it, at the end where he's like up next, Pedro Sanchez, Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. Not Sanchez, Pedro Sanchez. <laughs> and he just says it like he's so dry and pissed and the whitest man that ever walked to the earth. Like the way he's he like talks. Glaring at the, at the student 
body crowd out there. <laughs> yeah. You vote for me. Gets, all of your wildest, wildest dreams will come, come true. true. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them if they vote for you, all their wildest dreams will come true. Yeah, yeah it's an underdog story. I mean, it's so... It, oh, it so absolutely good. is. But only because of the Jamiroquai song, really. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't even in the script. Wasn't it? No. So no. Hess was filming another film... And they had extra film, so he took Heater out onto a dusty road because uh, John Heater likes to dance. And he said, just dance. And they shot it, and he was watching him, and he goes, this is it. We have to put this in. Like, this has to be in the movie. So then they write this big scene. They set it up, but they didn't hire a choreographer or anything. They just told Heater to <laughs> he go for go. it. And Heater is freaking out. He's like, I got to nail this. This is li <laughs> like now this dumb thing we were doing is now the pinnacle of redemption for this character. So I've got to do like the best goofy, awesome, silly, ri ridiculous dance scene and then nails it. Yeah. They did three takes. Uh, wow. With two, so two different Jamiroquai songs. Wow. That, I, uh, that is absolutely. Uh, it, that's the thing that I think most people take away from that movie. Like you see that in like popular social. Mm -hmm. I want the Fortnite dance for that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. Fortnite uh, people, listen. <laughs> Actually, I want all the characters from Napoleon Dynamite I do too. in Fortnite. Damn it, we need a Fortnite. <laughs> We need this whole season dedicated to Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I would be in. Dude, I got the caboodle oh, backpack. They make the island like uh, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. It's flat. Well, like they have these mountains that you have to throw footballs over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the grenades are stakes. <coughs> nice. nice. Or a grapefruit. Yeah. But a bunch of llamas. Yeah, the llamas, llama. it's right there. Uh. All the llamas are Tina. Tina. <laughs> Man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that I, I couldn't imagine that movie without that dance scene. That would have been. Oh, yeah. That's different. like it would have been it would have tapered off. And it, Dude, it had I, a great taper ending, taper off ending because that dance yes, scene stretched right. the right. tent pole. No, that I mean, that I remember seeing that for the first time in the theater. Mm. I, you know me. I couldn't stop. I was laughing for about. 10 minutes straight, man. I couldn't stop. This is what it sounded like. <laughs> it was well past it. We were into the end scene and I was still laughing, man. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that is quite literally what it sounded like. That that whole shot, like that whole thing was set up great because when Summer is giving her uh, speech, they, <laughs> they keep Summer. showing shots of the crowd with the little, it seems like it's mostly nerd kids. Mm -hmm. And they're just like uninterested and just bored. Like any like, kids would be in an assembly right. like that. Yeah, and then when he does his dance, there's that like two seconds of silence. Yes, and then, and then it, it just erupts. erupts. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm cheering with him. Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it was great. And he just yeah, runs off stage. <laughs> yeah, he just runs off. <laughs> That's the other thing I love about Napoleon. He runs all <laughs> over. He's always running. And <laughs> did you guys know the running kid? <laughs> did you know the running kid? The kid who just ran everywhere. <laughs> sure. I mean, in my school, we had a kid who thought he was a Terminator, and he'd walk around and go <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> 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 I mean, I've known them all, baby, but I definitely have known a couple of kids who just yeah. would run yeah, there's everywhere no, they went. Yeah. Shoot, we there's used no to work with setting. one, Howie. We used to work with a guy who would run everywhere. We'll have to talk after the <laughs> <laughs> Howie doesn't remember. I don't he remember. will. He will. He's dead now. Yeah. 
Oh no. no, he's not. I saw him the <laughs> no, other but, day downtown. But, the, uh, but after that dancing, you're right. The, the whole ending was set up perfect. The music in that is perfect, and it just has all these cutscenes to everybody, and everybody has their happy ending. Even Uncle Rico, yep, which is like out of left field because he's sitting there in his van and like out of nowhere, just his ex-wife comes back. Yeah, assuming ex-wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. He mentions her name earlier in the film. Uh, okay, yeah. And it's like a Latin American sounding name, and she looked like somewhat <laughs> okay, Latin American yeah, right. or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But and then you get like Napoleon and Deb at the tetherball court because <laughs> Napoleon all he ever does out there is play tetherball by himself. So, this is a yeah. high school, yeah, with tetherball. Right. <laughs> I remember that being a thing when I was little, and then I went to high school and we had no tetherball. We had jack squat like that, but um, <laughs> people we didn't have races. Right. But Deb it's comes good. up and wants to play with him, and he's like, "You want to play?" And then just proceeds to beat her ass. <laughs> 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 just hitting it over her head the whole time and I'm he's like what, he's like six foot something and she's yeah. five foot yeah <laughs> like five foot nothing and he's just winging it he's just cheating like this is how you play yeah. <laughs> and she's just like oh you know it's, it, I don't know it was so sweet well, though man that it, it was and then it kips musical number oh dude the end scene end credit oh yeah the post credit <laughs> scene yeah the the wedding between kip and lafonda yeah. oh the that was magical yeah <laughs> her her uh lafonda's uh i guess relatives are just like shaking their head yeah like, like what is up it was like one brother dude? and he's got his hand in his head yeah just <laughs> shameful like who are these crazy white folks <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, so kip has his musical number but then again it was one of those situations where i couldn't stop laughing yeah when they're like where's napoleon yep and he rides <laughs> in on the white horse, horse. <laughs> he's got his honeymoon steed <laughs> <laughs> I had to tame your honeymoon stallion. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Oh, not as much as you used to. That movie was so brilliant and so perfect. and Everybody, like, down to the chick that Napoleon wanted to ask out by drawing her yes, picture. Yes, You know? He's like, uh-huh. he's, he's like, pointing, like, he's like pointing out the shading on the, the upper lip. the I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like the shading on the upper lip? It took me like, I'm a, like what's the horse thing you can say? It took me a whole hour <laughs> to do it. To get the, yeah, it took a whole hour to get the shading on the upper lip right. <laughs> I couldn't get your mustache right. <laughs> and the chick who plays her mom, like, yeah. cute, happy lady. You're going with that. Yeah, boy, you know. Oh my gosh! Bye. <laughs> like uh, meets Pedro's cousins with the sweet hookups. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they drive up to her house for the date, and his his dad's looking at. He's like, "What is that yeah. in my driveway? What is going on?" <laughs> it's right. like it's low rider. But like, you're not going to get hydraulics. Any explanation from Napoleon because he doesn't realize he's too socially awkward to realize an explanation would be warranted. He's like, that's my ride. <laughs> that's my ride. <laughs> now, there's a great scene where uh, Pedro too. He's he's trying to convince people to to vote for him. Yeah. So he's or no, Napoleon comes up to a couple uh, a kid that's getting beat up at the locker. Yeah. And after he's done, he comes up to he goes, Vote for Pedro. He offers his protection. Yeah, Pedro offers his protection. <laughs> I like it when when Summer's handed they're handing out summer pins and like like oh, Napoleon, Napoleon walks up it. against the pin, looks hey, at it, just turns around and hugs it like an MLB pitcher down the hallway <laughs> as hard as he runs away. And then runs. <laughs> runs away. It's a defense oh. mechanism. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just always be running. Yep. Always. 
Oh my gosh, that movie is so great. Make yourself a goddamn quesadilla. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a lot about Grandma. I love how she she's... Make, she's a big goddamn Later you see, I think it's Kip in there with a the cheese grater yeah. and a block of cheese the size of your cheese, arm. Yeah. He's got the government cheese. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Why would they have a bag of cheese? No, who knows? No, yeah. It's only 2004 slash five at this point. Oh, Keeps longer. I want to know if the line for Summer when she was giving her stump speech... Was chimichangas because <laughs> she says chimichangas because she says chimney changas. Yeah, who wants chimney changas? Who wants anyway? chimney changas? I'm like, is I that don't. written that way? Because <laughs> awesome if it was, and if not, even better. <laughs> chimney changas. I have a feeling that there's, there's probably a lot of like, oh, we got to keep it like that. Yeah, like oh, that works. Mistake happened. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, the movie's so brilliant, I wouldn't be surprised right. to find out that almost all of that was written that way, you know? Oh. <sighs> So yeah, I I don't think we could say anything more about it. Now we just sit here and even keep trying to quote it over and over again. Yeah. Even the music in this is brilliant. Oh, like mm-hmm. sounds like it's being played off like a little like two octave Yamaha yes. keyboard. Yes. <laughs> well, they had some legit songs. Like they did the opening song with Jack White. Uh, yeah. yeah, White Stripes. White Stripes. Yeah. yeah. Let them use that for free. That's awesome. They, I think they sent them a script and they read it and. They're like, yeah, use our song. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything. Was, everything what, was the opening movie. song that I just want to be friends? Uh, yeah. We're going to be friends. Yeah, we're going to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Conan uses that for his podcast, too, because him oh, and Jack White okay. are like that. Oh, cool. But uh, yeah, I remember when I was listening to Conan's podcast, I'm like, where have I heard this song? Where do I know this song from? And I'm yeah, just now realizing it's from Napoleon Dynamite. <clears> where <throat> I'm familiar with it. But that was the perfect song. Yeah. The perfect, like. Yes. Perfect. little kind yep. of like awkward childish song mm-hmm. to go into this weird goofy funny movie yeah it <sighs> was everything about that movie is brilliant <laughs> you know what it really and i got and i gotta say i respect them for not i mean i know they attempted the the cartoon yeah but yeah. I, I respect them for not trying to do napoleon 2 and all that napoleon you know. goes to city college <laughs> right. community college seriously it's like just it's a piece of art let's yeah. just yeah. leave it the way it, it is. really is i mean and we, we got blaze of glory out of it so <laughs> we did. And you got nacho libre <laughs> i mean you, more directly you got nacho libre out yeah. of it which was hess's next film i believe after which that. i personally really enjoyed as well i liked i've only seen it the one time me too. I've only seen it once. I like it. It, never, it didn't never... struck me. Strike me as hardcore. Yeah, like there's a little quotable, you know, like I only believe in science. Like, <laughs> but you also feel racist <laughs> if you're white doing these like very stereotypical Mexican accents speaking English for some reason because movies. But uh, but it was an enjoyable film. But really, we have Napoleon Dynamite to thank for a murder amongst the Mormons. The series on oh, Netflix yeah, because right. that was Jared Hess as well. Yeah, docu series. So still recommend that one. <laughs> what else? Can did we you say? just dock it again? Yeah. What else? I already you did that. Oh, like that was that. all right. That was a, that was like a, a redock it, like a review docket. Yeah. Yeah. Docket Redux, if you will. Yeah, but the gentleman that that's a good one. Too. Yeah, that probably is. What else? Not, is not, there anything not. left to say about Napoleon Dynamite? If I mean, Uncle Rico's a creep. If you've, never, if you've that. never seen this, you have to see it. If you've seen it before, it's worth a rewatch. And, and if you have kids, 
Show your kids, man. And it's don't watch it by yourself. Movie. Yeah. It's more fun. Especially with it watch is. it with somebody who's seen it like five times because they're going to be the ones <laughs> yeah. that are going to have. Yeah. The if fun. you if you roll the dice on someone who's not having a good time, they're going to suck away your ability to have a good time. <laughs> so, yeah. Best to watch it with yeah. someone who, you know, likes it, it truly. If you, you want to if you want to watch it, it's on Hulu. Or if you want to do the smart thing, go out to Walmart and buy the Blu-ray for like seven bucks. There right? you go. Amen. Right. Yeah, Garrick's preferred method is to watch it completely by himself with his wife. <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely by himself. Yeah. With In his the wife. theater, all That's by myself. With the wife. No one was looking. <laughs> Anyhow, I think that wraps it up, even though I know I'm going to remember like 10 more quotes and scenes that I wish I brought up Gosh. as soon as we're done. Freaking idiot. <laughs> but uh, but alas. Get a roundhouse kick with these bad boys. I'm going to go home, <laughs> go home to Starley each night. Uh, Forget about it. Forget <laughs> about it. Ow! <laughs> that was pretty good. Sit down. Ow! That leg sweep by Kip is epic. Yeah. <laughs> leg sweep is- but the fact that all he does is like hop up six inches in the air and just loose slap him on the top of the head. <laughs> oh my gosh. Grab my arm. The other arm. (laughs) My other arm. (laughs) (laughs) That joke can't be written. It's not saying my left, like grab the left arm. It's saying grab my other arm or grab, grab the arm. The other arm. My other arm. There is a level of brilliance in there that's like, that's beyond like Mel Brooks comedy. That's just way past human understanding. Well, and the so timing good. that he has. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what makes that joke. Oh my gosh. <coughs> Go watch Napoleon Dynamite. In the meantime, Please. run out wherever you get our podcast. Give us a nice little review. Join us on Discord where we are going to be planning. Uh, the watching of what did we say we we're gonna watch? I already forgot. Well, we might have already Indy watched four, it. Already. Indiana, we don't know. Jones, Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We are gonna do a group watch with you, the listeners. So we'll be coordin- coordinating that on Discord uh, in the uh, for the coming few weeks. Here, we'll have a, a nice uh, early summer uh, Discord group party thing. Have a cold drink ready. And uh, in the meantime, I'm Corey. Oh, there's Mike. Ninety nine. Oh, there's Hallie. Uh, not ninety nine. Over oh, there's Garrick. Beer. Yeah. Beer. And jelly, I guess. You can't go wrong with jelly. (coughs) 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 Trying to save those? (coughs) I could save coughs in a bottle. (laughs) Now I'm passing it around. Pass my disease on to Mike. (laughs) (laughs) 